Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be obvious. Good evening. Uh, we'd like to call to order the Planning Commission meeting tonight. And first item of business is to conduct a roll call. Chair Kirk? Here. Vice Chair Costello? Here. Commissioner Stone? Here. Commissioner Frazier? Here. Commissioner Kolarski? Here. Commissioner Mojica? Here. Commissioner Lee? Here. Mr. Chair, we have a quorum. Thank you. Um, we'd like you to rise and join with us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Uh, this is the uh, time for one of two public comment periods in our meeting. If there's anyone who'd like to address us in our capacity as planning commissioners, please come up. Seeing no one, we'll move on to the next item. Next item is the election of officers. Um, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion for chair and vice chair. I'd like to nominate Commissioner Costello for chairman, and uh, Commissioner Kolarski for vice chairman. Very good, thank you. There's a motion on the floor. Uh, is there any discussion on that motion? Then please cast your vote. I'm not gonna pass the gavel until the motion carries. It carries, and so now we have a new chairman. Commissioner Costello. Thank you very much, Commissioner. Um, appreciate your guidance over the last year. You've done a great job for us. Okay, okay next item. Good evening, Commissioners. Uh, next item on the agenda is uh, the approval of the agenda after considering any additions, holds, or deletions. At this time, we have the following requests. Withdraw without prejudice, number five, UC23-0760. Hold to the February 6, 2024 Planning Commission and February 21st, 2024 Board of County Commissioners uh, meeting item 22, PA 23 700039, 23, ZC 23-0767, and 24, VS 23-0768. And hold to the February 6, 2024 Planning Commission meeting and the March 6, 2024 Board of County Commissioners meeting number 16, UC-23-0753. For the applicant's information, items held or deleted may require additional renotification fees if 85 days have passed since initial notification or there are modifications to the original application. These public hearing items, which are items 5, 16, 22, 23, and 24, are going to be opened as a public hearing and immediately withdrawn or recessed until the dates previously stated. If there are no requests by the Planning Commission or members of the public, the agenda is ready for approval. I'd like to add something. 
to items number nine, um, um, item number 10. We, uh, if we could do that on when we get to the routine action. Thank you. I believe we're ready for a motion. Madam Vice Chair, would you like to make this motion? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Move to approve the agenda holding items five or withdrawing items five without prejudice and holding items 16, 22, 23, and 24 to dates indicated by staff. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. And that motion passes. Next item. Next on the agenda is approval of minutes, and we have no minutes to approve tonight. Uh, for the audience's information, items on tonight's agenda are final action unless appealed to the Board of County Commissioners or otherwise announced. All appeals must be filed in writing to the Comprehensive Planning Department by 5.30 p.m. on Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. And any appeals from tonight's meeting will be heard by the Board of County Commissioners on Wednesday, February 7th, 2024 at 9 a.m. in these chambers. This will be the only notice of appeals. To determine if an item has been appealed, please call the Comprehensive Planning Department at 702-455-4314 or go to the county's public communications webpage and review the meeting notice of final action. Next items are routine action, which consists of items uh, 6 through 14, except those that were previously deleted. Uh, these items may be considered together in one motion and are subject to the conditions listed with each agenda item. If there are no objections, the public hearing is now open and the routine action portion of the agenda is ready for approval. Commissioner. Monica. I'd like to add um, a two-year review to item number 10, ZZ230773. Understood. I think we have someone at the podium that will recognize you real quick. Can you just give your name my, and address for the record? My name is Scott Nix. My address is 6420 Mount Palomar Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89139. And I am opposed to number six, um, application WS-23-056. Very good. We can pull that to be heard separately. So that will... We'll make a motion on 5 through 15, and then we'll hear that next. Okay. Um, it'll be a public hearing, and you'll have the opportunity to come up and speak after the applicant. Okay. So Thank you very much. Okay. Yes, very good. Okay, these routine action items, we're about to approve items 5 through 14 with uh, the numbers 6, and uh, 5 will be withdrawn, and then 6 to be heard separately. If Very important, if you're here in the audience for numbers 5 through 14, we're going to consider these items in one hearing and one motion. So any person that does not agree with the recommendations by staff should request that the item be removed from this portion of the agenda to be heard separately, just like the, the gentleman in the front row did. Um, and then we can, we can pull those items. Um, if there's anybody that wants to speak on items 5 through 14 or want those to be heard separately, now is the time to come forward and let us know. Um, I am Mary Antonacci. I reside at 7755 West Agate in Las Vegas, 89113. And I'm here on 9, 10, and 11. And sorry, I was just curious what the two-year review that you just stated in regards to number 10 means with regard to the application. 
So a two-year review will mean that uh, two years from the approval date, um, the applicant will have to apply uh, for another land use application. It'll be called an application for review. Uh, we will send out public hearing notices for that application. And uh, at that time, uh, the, uh, this will go to the county commission. The county commission would um, hear any concerns from neighbors about the application or about the use and they could consider any type of additional conditions at that time. And the request for it to go to a C2 zoning for the use that they're looking for has conditions set on um, the sound, noise, and smell parameters around this would apply to this change in the zoning location? So all of the... Um, all of the county noise and odor uh, codes apply to every every use in the county, so they'll have to comply with everything. And these are going to be heard separately, correct? These are the two that you're, they're not. Okay, they're going to be in. Very good. Mm, okay, then. Would you like these to be heard separately, or does that satisfy your... Your question? I just was unclear in reading the code where it states that reasonable measures um, I, in reading the agenda, it looked like there was a design review that was going to be presented tonight. So as the adjacent neighbor, we haven't seen any documentation as to what it is that they're, the building structures that they're proposing. And I'd requested several times to see the um, traffic counts because they were asking for reduced parking for that location, but it had not been provided. So we're kind of just a little bit in the dark, and I just want to make sure that if there was a design review to be approved tonight that we had an opportunity to see it. I think it'd probably be prudent with the questions that you have for us to, to pull this and have it heard separately. So we'll pull it out of this and, and have you come up when we open the public hearing afterwards and you can ask any questions. Thank you so much. Okay, very good. Anybody else with uh, any questions or concerns on five through 14? If not, we're gonna go ahead and make a motion to approve and Madam Vice Chair, I'll let you make the motion. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I move to approve routine action items six through 14. Would staff, if approved condition, or with staff conditions and pulling hearing separately items six, nine, 10, and 11, because nine, 10, and 11 are companion items. Very good, there's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. And that motion is approved. Okay, items 7 through 13 will be forwarded to the Board of County Commissioners meeting for final action on February 7th, 2024 at 9 a.m. For all other routine action items, these are final action unless appealed. Next item on the agenda is item number 6, WS 23-0756, waiver of development standards to reduce setbacks for an ex existing accessory structure in conjunction with an existing single family residence on 0.1 acre in an R2 zone, generally located on the south side of Mount Eden Avenue, 55 feet west of Windsor Oak Street within Enterprise. The background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval. Enterprise Tom Board also recommends approval and we did receive one letter in protest. Very good, is there an applicant here for item number six? Are you the applicant? No, no, I'm, I'm the one. Okay, I think we're looking for the applicant. Do we have an applicant here for item number six? One more time, is there an applicant for item number six? 
Okay, it doesn't look like Commissioner Mahika. This is your district, correct? Would you like to make a motion, or what would you? How would you like to proceed? Um, sir, yeah. you can step up and talk to us about what you're concerned. Okay. Um, so, original. Well, pardon me. We'll, uh, we'll officially open the public hearing. Go ahead. Thank you. So, the, um, the, the house that we're referring to that has the structure in the backyard is the one that's um, opposite my backyard. So we, we share a common wall, okay? And um, it's got a HOA and has common walls and such. And the, the person that bought this house behind me about a year and a half, two years ago, as soon as they moved in, they moved the cabana, which is a very large cabana, and tucked it up against the walls. And it's overhanging the walls. And whenever it rains, I get all the water in my yard on my walls, and I get you know, stains on the wall from, from the, the water and such like that. <clears throat> I attempted to address the person that owns this and let them know. And um, the owner of the house wasn't home so I spoke to their son and mentioned to their son that the problem it was causing, not to mention I was aware of the fact that there's, um, it, was, it was located where it was when they first moved in because there were zoning laws saying you had to be at least five feet from the common walls, not up against the wall, so things like that don't happen. And <clears throat> I, told him, I told him about that and I said, so I, you know, I'd, I'd like your you know, father or whatever to move it back to where it was and if they have any issues, they should um, come over to me. I live right behind you guys, and we can work it out, you know, figure it out. Well, <clears throat> they refused to do anything. I contacted the county, and they sent an officer out there who, you know, wrote, wrote it up, and um, he immediately appealed it because he didn't want to move it back where it should be. And... Um, I, asked, I followed up and asked the uh, officer from the county, and he said, I can't do anything more because he had filed this appeal to, have the wall, to be able to have it close to the wall like that. And as long as the appeal was going on, he couldn't enforce any fines or anything like that. Well, time goes by and time goes by, and I don't hear anything and nothing's going on. So I, contact, I came down here, and I got assigned an officer um, Jasmine Harris from the county to work on my property and I kept trying to follow up and I didn't hear anything <clears throat> and then it's been like a year and a half now and now I get this card saying you're having a meeting about this but I was kind of surprised to find out that the application has already been approved when it seems to me that you know what what was done was against the county zone and you can you know, relax those rules if it doesn't really pertain, but in this case, it very much pertains. I mean, I have, pic I have pictures that shows such, you know, so. Can Feel we free see to, the, to can wrap we see the photos? Sure. What do I? Oh, you just want to? So 
that just shows how close. That I got four pictures. So that's uh, the first pic. I have four pictures. That's the first one, just showing how close the structure is. And I'm, I'm like standing in my backyard looking at this. So this is like from the upstairs view of my house, looking in the backyard to his house. You want me to flip over? Okay. So this is just a, a, a more of a close-up, and it shows it's like right in the corner and the water leaking down because you can see it's, it's actually overhanging the wall, okay? Um, and then this picture just is a, like a more of a full, full view that shows both sides of his cabana and they're leaking on both sides, okay? And then the last picture, it just it shows the, the calcium stains created from the water coming on my on my wall. So, <laughs> we have any questions by any other board members? I just have a comment. You want to close it? Yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and close the public hearing, and turn it over to questions from the other board members, um, and then Commissioner Mujica. I mean, this is a quite unusual in that the water's leaking into your uh, yard on your property. But if the and cabana... I, and I, I, I see the problem. Um, I, I'd like to hear from the applicant. He's not here tonight. Now, your comments are on the record. So just yes. in the event that we continue this item, yes. you may not have to come back. You can if you want and restate this, but your comments here tonight are on the record. But I th I, I'd like to hear from the applicant, see what he has to say, but I mean, it's pretty uh, obvious to me that there is a real problem here. And I mean, the, the cabana before they moved in was set in like six feet. The people who owned it, who put the thing up, they put it up within the zoning rules and there was no problem. Is but it, then when he bought the house and he back. moved in, he. Moved it, it in the corner. There's no footing? It's not cemented? or. It's connected. not cemented, no. Okay. It's one of those Costco cabanas. Okay. Oh, so. I see. Thank you. Commissioner Frazier, I see your mic on. Do you have a question or comment? I, I was just going to um, just make a comment for the board. I mean, I, I, I agree with Commissioner Kirk. I would like to hear what the applicant has to say. Maybe we hold this and staff can reach out to the applicant and make sure that at the next meeting. Very good. Commissioner Mojica, would you like to make a motion? Yes, I would like to make a motion to hold item UC. No, I'm sorry, that's the wrong item. WS. I'm sorry, item number WS 230756. There's a motion on the floor. For two weeks. Please cast your votes. And that motion passes. So just to be clear, we'll be holding this item and hearing it again in two weeks. What Do, do we know the so, date for yeah, that? That'll be January 16th, yes. 7 o'clock. So January 16th, 7 p.m. If you'd like to come back and voice your concerns again, you're more than welcome to. If not, like Commissioner Kirk said, you will be on the record and we'll make sure to ask those questions of the applicant.
This, it, the meeting is here again? It is, it? yes, sir. Okay. I would recommend that you come back. I, I plan on it. I, I want to make sure I'm heard. <laughs> Thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Happy New Year. Next item on the agenda is number nine, which is companion with 10 and 11, and they can be heard together. Number nine is PA-23-700040, plan amendment to redesignate the existing land use category from neighborhood commercial to corridor mixed use on one acre, generally located on the southeast corner of Buffalo Drive and Agate Avenue with an enterprise. Uh, background is described in your agenda. Staff's recommending approval. The enterprise town board recommended denial. We received five cards in support and one card in protest. Item number 10, ZC-23-0773, zone change to reclassify one acre from RE, RMP1 zone to C2 zone. Use permit for a kennel, dog boarding, and daycare. Waivers of development standards for the following. One, reduce parking. Two, reduce driveway throat depth. <clears throat> Design reviews for the following. One, kennel, dog boarding, and daycare, and alternative parking lot landscaping. Generally located on the east side of Buffalo Drive and the south side of Agate Avenue within Enterprise. The background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval. Enterprise Town Board recommends denial. And we receive one card in support. And item number 11, VS-23-0774. Vacate and abandon easements of interest to Clark County. Located between Agate Avenue and Blue Diamond Road and between Buffalo Drive and Geraldine Street alignment and a portion of right-of-way being Agate Avenue, located between Buffalo Drive and Geraldine Street alignment, and a portion of right-of-way being Buffalo Drive, located between Agate Avenue and Blue Diamond Road within Enterprise. The background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval. Uh, Enterprise Town Board recommends denial, and we receive two cards in support. Very good. Good evening. Please give us your name Mr. and address. Chair, members record. of the Commission. Denicio Gordillo, 204 Bell Isle Court. Henderson, Nevada, 89012 here on behalf of the three companion items that were just read into the record. There's basically three elements as was just discussed. The first one is the plan amendment. And if you can see where I'm pointing my, my pen there, that's the subject site. It's right at the southeast corner of Buffalo and Agate. And what the request is, is we want to continue that nodal land use transition of commercial general, which is what you have immediately to the west and immediately to the south, and continue that with the corner piece right on Buffalo. Uh, the reality is that we'll never transition to residential, and right now it's currently master-planned neighborhood commercial already, as is the adjacent property to the east. So our request is to do commercial general, and I'll get to the reason why in just a second. Um, so we appreciate staff's recommendation of approval on this. We believe that it's a, tr a perfect transitional use, a great example of nodal commercial configuration, and of course, we believe it's compatible and consistent with what's in the immediate area. As to the next item, the second element of the request, which is the zone change, which does contain the design review. Here you can see the site plan, one access point off of Buffalo. The building is oriented towards the north, parking lot to the south. We are providing intense landscaping buffer along the south property line and along the east property line, detached sidewalks on Agate and Buffalo. Um, as you can tell, it's a very low intensity use. The reason for the commercial general is because we need the C2 zoning for this type of use. Unfortunately, we cannot do it in C1, which is the, the current master plan that, that we are under, which is neighborhood commercial. Remember, we're under the old process here. The building, which is the same building that we showed at our neighborhood meeting back in, I believe it was March of this year, 
again, it's all, all indoors. It's all enclosed, so there's, there are no outside play runs, no outside kennels. The only thing that is, a, that is open to the public is a 600-square-foot lobby. Everything else is private. There are, no, there are no members of the public allowed in the back. Strictly four, as you can see, this is the main function that happens. Doggy daycare. Play areas, and I'll show you the rooms here in a second. They're like the Bellagio of rooms. There's the building, as you can tell. The highest point on a one-story building is the 23 feet and some change, 23 feet and two inches. Has plenty of articulation. If you look at the color scheme, that also provides some uh, fenestration, some variation in the look of the building. There are no openings to the east where that existing residence is, which is also master planned neighborhood commercial. I'm gonna show you some pictures. The applicant currently has this in operation in the city and intends to, to keep that one and of course develop this exactly the same way. That is the lobby area. That is the only area of the entire building that is open to the public. So it's not a retail function. The reason for the parking is we, when we brought this in, we had to be basically park it as if it was a retail store, the entire thing at four per thousand. But again, only this amount of the area is gonna be open to the public. Everything else is private. Here are the play areas that are, again, everything's indoors. <laughs> Here is a kennel, if you can even call it that. <laughs> By definition, this does, I mean, obviously we may meet the definition of a kennel, but this is not a kennel. It's a very upscale pet resort. Here are some more layer areas. So the majority of the area of this building is play areas with some, here's another room. So again, it's not a traditional kennel, chain link fencing with <laughs> a little bed. So it is, it, is, it is a very low intensity use. We don't anticipate that it would have any kind of impact on that neighborhood. And then the third item is just, again, it's just a, the cleanup. We have, um, because we're doing detached sidewalks on, on Buffalo and Agate, we need to vacate five feet of that right-of-way. And then we also have a, a, a minor patent easement on the side, south side of the, of the site. So that's the third item. That's the third component of the request. We appreciate staff's recommendation on the entirety of the request. Um, there is one more thing here. That letter, this was also part, so this is all part of the file. It was submitted back when we submitted this. And we've, we've been working on this project since November of 2022. And we're just now coming to hearing on it. Uh, but that is the letter that basically justifies the amount of parking. And it's based on empirical data. It's not just, you know, what, what the, uh, the traffic engineer perceives should be the appropriate amount. It is based on empirical data, mainly from the prior or the other facility that the applicant owns. So with that, again, this, is, this has been part of the file since we submitted with that, we appreciate staff's recommendation. We agreed all conditions of approval, and we would agree to that um, to your review as well. Um, and if you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer. Thank you. Does that conclude your presentation? It does. Very good. We're going to go ahead and open the public hearing. If there's anybody that would like to speak on this item, feel free to come forward and address the board. Anybody in the audience that wants to speak on this item? Please come down and give us your name and address again for the record. And uh, 
Sorry, apologies. My name is Mary Antonacci. My address is 7755 West Agate, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, 89113. And we are the east adjacent neighbor. I still am unclear as to what the parking situation is going to be for this facility. When we are, when the request is for a 90 bed facility, I, I don't imagine that people are dropping off 10 dogs at a time. I, I understand you don't have a retail situation, um, but, and uh, I apologize, I was not aware that there was a filing that I'm supposed to go out and find to get this information. I had contacted Denisio directly to try and garner this. Um, but my greatest concern is the location of the garbage and the aeration of where is all of the waste for 90 pets in a fully enclosed facility? How is that being vacated? And if that is going to a dumpster that is going to be in a reasonably mitigated area that is external to the property, the way the wind blows across our property, it would make our backyard completely useless. So I don't know that, um, my apologies, but those are my two concerns, being the parking, the small volume of parking for the volume of animals that you're trying to push through the facility, and also the smell that we will incur from this, not knowing what, how that is going to be disseminated in this particular use case. Very good. Thank you for your questions. We'll have the applicant. Is there anybody else in the uh, audience that would like to come up and uh, address the board regarding this item? If not, we're going to go ahead and close the public hearing and have the applicant come back up and uh, see if you can address some of those questions and uh, maybe some questions by the board. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Yeah, at the neighborhood meeting, I made that pretty clear that there are regulations that apply to waste we can't just put it out in the dumpster on a daily basis. Sewers nearby, there are regulations related to smell and noise as well, and we will fully comply with whatever health district, um, sanitation, uh, animal control. We are going to be in full compliance with that. Very good. Uh, Commissioner Frazier, I see your mic on. Do you have some questions or comments? Uh, yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. Just, uh, just one really comment. I appreciate um, Commissioner Mojico pulling this off and, and having, our, having us listen to it. I would um, just offer that um, I would appreciate the, the neighbors coming out too. And I, and I hear your concern. I would uh, say let's do a, a six and one month, I'm sorry, six month or one year review instead of a two year review. That's my only comment. Very good. Uh, any other questions by the board members? Vice Chair Klarski. Uh, I have a couple things. As far as the parking goes, the standards that I'm reading here on the agenda, are these the old Title 30 or are these the new numbers? When they, when they revised Title 30, they changed the parking requirements. So I'm trying to find out what we have here, what we're looking at. I can answer that. It's the old Title 30. So it's the old Title 30. Right, because we were... We made it in under that, that, that code, if you will, when we submitted this. And if we were to use the new Title 30 for this, do we have any idea of what that would look like? Is the question about parking? How many parking spaces? Yes. 43. So his requirement would be 43. Right. Okay. And they're providing 30. Correct. Am I correct on that? Correct. Okay. Correct. 
So that that so it's now we're talking a, a 10, 10 parking space difference rather than twenty. Okay. The other thing that I want to know is, do you have the information that they're looking for as far as from the health district or the sanitation or whatever? Do you have a link or do you have a, your contact numbers that you could possibly get to the neighbors so that they're able to access? Can you do that? And it references in the development code as well. What uh, we know how the development code is. Okay, you you were you worked with development code for years, and I've been on the planning commission for years, and I know how how hard it was to get through. So, okay. if you can just make it a lot easier to kind of help them along, I would I would appreciate that. Okay. okay, and then the other thing I have is what kind of soundproofing are you going to have? It's uh, extra insulation on in the building and the the, the roof. Okay, because it's, it's a new building, am I correct? Yep, it's going to okay. be ground up. Right. Ground, ground up, up, so you can kind of follow some of the FAA requirements. Not quite as in-depth, but, Based on the noise. you know, just uh, as far as the, the soundproofing goes. Okay, thank you. Very good. Any other commissioners have uh, comments or questions? Commissioner Mojica, we'll turn it over to you. So... Can you explain to us then how you, uh, if you're asking for 90 beds, can you justify 30 parking spots? So um, in, the, in, in our staff report, in your staff report, there's some hours of operation that are currently um, being used at the other facility, at the original facility. So it's not open all the time. Uh, while there may be dogs that are overnight boarding, but pub the public doesn't come to this facility on a 24-hour basis. Um, and so when you look at the intensity of the use and the reality is that, you know, people will, will come in and uh, by rotation, they drop off animals. They don't stick around. They just basically make arrangements or, or like an appointment, if you will, schedule an appointment to drop off their animal or two animals and then they're gone. So it's not like the, the, we don't need the excess parking space when it's not really needed based on the actual use itself. Okay, and can you also address the issue with the waste? How are you going to handle? Well, we'll have to, you know, going back to the regulations, I, don't, I can't cite the exact language right now, but, you know, sewer is just right across the street. So we would have to tie into that. Uh, but, yeah, we're not, <laughs> we don't anticipate on uh, throwing all that waste in the, in the dumpster in the parking lot. Okay, and then... Um, So it was the parking, it was the waste, and what was the other concern? The smell? Yeah, the smell. Air quality, that's right, thank you. Um, I know there was something else. So are, are, they stand, are there standards that you're following for the air quality and the noise and all that? I mean, is that all built in? Well, it's not built into the development code, per se, Title 30, but there are regulations in all these different agencies and departments that you have to enforce when you go get a building permit. Is there anything that we can do to add any conditions to this? It, I mean, it, so the recommendation was a two-year review. Uh, the reason we came up with two years was um, it, this is a, gr a ground-up building, so that'll give them time to go through the permitting process and get the building constructed, <clears throat> and then we can review it. Um, and at that point, you can determine whether or not there are additional conditions that would be warranted uh, to mitigate any concerns. Um, as far as the waste goes, the odor, 
Um, it's regulated uh, through the Department of Environment and Sustainability. So there are air quality regulations <clears throat> that they'll have to comply with. Those are not part of the zoning code, um, but they, they will have to comply with those. And then in the zoning code, there are noise regulations that they will have to comply with. Okay, how long do you think it would take to build this? I, I would hope that we'd be done by uh, in two years, so at least we would have something to review. Well, I mean, no, I'm not we're saying- We're ready to move on this. We're ready okay, to move on so this. Okay, so let's say you move on it now. Okay. How long would it take to build it? Well, we have to do a drainage study, you know, so there's some technical studies that we have to do. That can take, you know, several months, six months, maybe. Uh, building permit, I don't know what the time frame is right now on, on securing a building permit, but I'm sure it's another three, four months from beginning to end. Uh, and once we have that permit, yeah, we start grading and start going vertical. If it takes so, about six months to build it? Uh, uh, probably. I don't, I, I don't know. I can't commit to that on record because I, I just don't know. I don't know what the development schedule would be for a building like this in terms of how, how much time for it to be completed. Yes, but I would think so. Um, how about six? How about six? Can we say six months from the date of occupancy? Six month review from the issuances of the certificate of occupancy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's I will great. make a motion um, to approve. Do I have to approve all three of them together or just 10? Uh, so if you want to take number nine separately, since that's a plan amendment, and then you can do 10 and 11 together. Okay, so I move to approve item number nine, PA2370040. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. That motion is approved. Commissioner Mojica. Okay. Then motion to approve item ZC two three zero seven seven three with the condition that it will be reviewed six months from Certificate of Occupancy. You want to do both 9 and 10, or excuse me, 10 and 11 motions together? Oh, we just, I thought we just approved that. Did we just I believe we just did 9, and now we're doing 10 and 11, correct? It's, it's obviously up to you, just yeah. a suggestion. And then motion to approve item 11 VS 230774. Mr. Chair, if I could just clarify, uh, the, the six-month review is just for the use permit, the use of the kennel. We won't be reviewing the, the design or the, uh, the zoning or the Right, waivers. that's why I did them separately, but yeah. Very good. Thank you for the clarification. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Thank you, Commissioners. Good evening. Thank you. Have a good evening and Happy New Year. And those items will be forwarded to the Board of County Commissioners meeting on February 7th, 2024 at 9 a.m. Next item is number 15, UC-23-0751, use permit to allow accessory structures, shade structures, not architecturally compatible, waiver of development standards to reduce the setback for proposed accessory structures, shade structures, and design review for accessory structure, shade structures, in conjunction with an existing restaurant on 0.9 acre in an M1 AE70 zone 
generally located on the north side of Sunset Road and the east side of Windy Road within Paradise. The background is described in your agenda. Uh, staff is recommending denial. The Paradise Town Board recommended approval. Good evening. Please give us your name and address for the record. Good night, Planning Commissioner. My name is Luis Flores, uh, 10438 Sky Gage Street, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89178. Very good. Um, we are proposing six shade structures to provide shade to an existing outdoor dining area, which is located right here. And a use permit is required because the shade structures are not architecturally compatible with the finish of the building, which is a stucco. So this is a structure, so obviously it's a steel frame with flame-resistant fabric. And the way that we are making compatible is matching the steel frame with the gray color of the building and the fabric with the color here. Like uh, in the rendering right there. Okay. The other one is uh, the staff recommend denial because they, they say that the shade structures could be obstruct the pedestrian right away, which uh, We really don't think how that can happen because the sidewalk is right here. This is the face of the sidewalk. And the post is right here. We got four feet from the face of the sidewalk, the sidewalk to the post. And the bottom of the canopy is nine feet. So we really believe that that can construct the pedestrian right away. Does that conclude your presentation? Yep. Very Thank good. You. We'll go ahead and open the uh, public meeting. If there's anybody in the audience that would like to come down and speak to this item, now is the time to do so. Seeing no one, we will close the public hearing and turn it over to the board for questions. Commissioner Frazier, I see your mic on. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. I just, I just want to get some clarification on the obstruction of public right away. Could you put your site plan back up? Or, and maybe staff could give me some assistance on that. The sidewalk is right here. So the the concern is with the with the post. So with the sidewalk, you know, not everybody is always going to be able to walk on the sidewalk if there are people passing at the same time. And so with the post so close to the sidewalk, that was just our concern. Thank you. Very good, Commissioner Mojica, I see your mic on. Do you have a question? There we go. Um, seeing no one else, Commissioner Lee, I believe this is your district. Yes, thank you to the applicant for meeting with us and explaining uh, the, the shade structures. I just wanna clarify that the shade structures will be built over the existing tables that are already on your patio. No. No. And uh, let okay. me show you the section. Here is the existing outdoor dining area. We got a retaining wall here. Okay. And uh, basically the posts are gonna be located and the landscape here. This is the post and is cantilever over the outdoor dining area. 
Yes. So are there tables that are currently in place right now? Yes. Yes. That right. was approved with the original permit. Right. So this so will part of this shade structure shade these tables? Yes. That are already existing. Right. Yes, that's the intent. Right. That's the point is we're providing shade. Yeah. Excuse me for it looks like the spaces that people can already eat. Okay. Can you tell me the distance that the the pole will be to that it looks like the retaining wall or the wall that's near the sidewalk? Well, actually, we made uh, an exploration in the area to make sure you can see this is right there. This is the retaining wall. This is the footing of the existing retaining wall. And we are doing as close as possible the post to the retaining wall, based on the structural calculations. The engineers say that the post needs to be certain distance from the edge of the new footing. Right. So okay. I believe that probably it's going to be eight inches from the face of the post to the face of the retaining wall or the existing retaining wall. Okay. Thank you for that clarification. I don't have a, a problem with this this item. I, I see that there is walkable space here and across the way is Town Square. So I'm I'm good to move this forward as is and follow the town board's recommendation. So I move to approve item 15, UC 230751. Very good. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. That motion passes unanimously. Thank you. Thank Have you a good so evening much. and happy good new year. That'll be uh, final action unless appealed. Number 16 has been held. Next item is 17, which is companion with 18. 17 is VS-23-0704, vacate and abandon easements of interest to Clark County located between Duneville Street and Lindell Road and between Edna Avenue and Coley Avenue within Spring Valley. The background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval. Spring Valley Town Board recommended approval. Uh, we received five cards in protest. Item 18 is WS-23-0703, waivers of development standards for the following. One, eliminate sidewalk and street landscaping, and two, drainage study on 2.1 acres in an RE RMP1 zone, generally located on the northeast corner of Duneville Street and Coley Avenue within Spring Valley. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends denial. Spring Valley Town Board recommends denial. We receive six letters in support, uh, four cards in protest, and two letters in protest that were opposed to waiver number two, uh, but supported waiver number one. Good evening. Give us your name and address for the record and feel free to proceed with your presentation. Joey DeBlanco, 2251 North Rampart Boulevard here on behalf of the applicant. Um, the, the application is to uh, vacate uh, the patent easements and to waive uh, full off-sites, curb, gutter, sidewalk, landscape, street lights, uh, and so forth, um, as well as uh, the drainage study. Uh, since meeting with uh, the neighbors, uh, the applicant has decided to omit uh, number two, which is the drainage study. He agreed to do it with the map. Um, and that, that's pretty much it. Otherwise, this is a, a, a simple application, in my opinion. Very good. Does that conclude your presentation? Yes, it does. Very good. We will open the public hearing. If there's anybody that would like to speak to the board on this item, uh, please come forward and do so now. Uh, good evening. <coughs> My name is Igor 
Microphone. Can you speak into the mic for us, please? 3065 West Wind, which is just uh, half a block from this proposed project. Um, because there is an elementary school, Elaine Wynn Elementary School, and there is an existing sidewalk along the school uh, on Coley, uh, there is quite a bit of uh, traffic dropping off kids, picking up kids, some kids are walking. I think that the sidewalk really should be as per recommendation of the staff. Um, so that's all I, I wanna say at this point, thank you. Very good, we appreciate your comments. Anybody else would like to speak, feel free to come on down. Just give us your name and address for the record and feel free to proceed with your comments. Good evening. I'm Liz McGrath, 3075 West Wind Road, <clears throat> Las Vegas, 89146. Um, I actually took some pictures this afternoon. Will this work? If I It should, yeah. Feel free to set it in the uh, square there. Um, if it looks good to you, it looks good to us, and then hopefully our guys in the booth can zoom in on that for us. So this is looking to the west, and this mostly, may I use this? Okay, hello, thank you. Um, this pertained to the drainage study, which they are going to remove. Okay, because we have quite a drop off there. This gully is from Hurricane Hillary. Public Works is usually very responsive in getting out there and helping us. Um, this is a drop from Duneville to Lindell, which is very steep. It's about a nine-foot drop from the, the front of uh, the west edge of the property on Duneville down to the grade school. So that's a big concern. I'm glad to hear that they removed it. Um, and then my neighbor, Igor, just spoke. Let me see. I'm sorry. Uh, regarding that sidewalk. So this is looking to the west alongside the grade school, and it does abruptly come to an end. Um, I believe in the devil is in the details. As long as they have a good transition somehow from the gravel that they want to leave, um, what do they call it, not, you know, finished curbs and gutters, um, you know, some sort of ramp for handicap. Um, every rainstorm rock does wash down in mounds onto that sidewalk, so something should be done to um, stop that flow of gravel. Um, and then I just, the school has a cyclone fence. One block to the south is Palmyra. It's the same kind of drop-off. And if you see, I, I did it in the same area, and it's, you know, a good 9, 10 feet that that road comes down. So. Um, if they can mitigate that somehow, that would be great. This is looking from, this is looking to the east, standing on Duneville, and you can kind of see the grade school. And then going back, this is the view looking to the west. You can see a, a seven or eight foot high block wall, which is not a retaining wall. Yet they have filled up the dirt on the lot behind it so you can actually see the mounds of dirt above it. And that's all. Thank you. Very good. Thank you for your comments. We appreciate it. 
Anybody else that would like to speak to this item? Please come on down and give us your name and address for the record. Danny Bradford, 2965 Duneville Street. Um, actually, my house is And, you know, we, all of our neighbors and us, we are very happy to see the land use being used for what it is. All right, let's see. All down Duneville, there are no sidewalks or no street lights. We are rural, so we're okay with nothing being touched here. It would actually look pretty funny if the Cow family was required to have sidewalks from here to here when none of us have it down the street. So yeah, I live here and we're happy to see one dwelling per half acre. Thank you, happy new year. Happy new year, thank you for your comments. We appreciate you coming down here this evening. Anybody else uh, like to address the board on these items? Seeing no one, we will close the public hearing and turn it over to questions from the board members. Uh, Commissioner Stone. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, question for Public Works. I, I think I can see from this aerial photo, there's, we zoom in just a little bit more up in the booth, if you would mind. Uh, that's good. Um, so the Public Works, the east-west street that has existing curb gutter sidewalk on it, to the right. What is that street in the screen? Coley. 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 Uh, and I see that they've got offset improvements there. And I, if you know, how long do those offset improvements go? Is it a few hundred feet or is it thousands of feet? Probably just under a thousand feet. They go from the school to the next intersection to the east to Lindell. Okay. All right, so they have. Very good. Commissioner Lee, I see your light on. Do you have a question for the applicant? No, I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. And Commissioner Mohika, I believe this is your district or Vice Chair Klarski. You have a yeah, comment? Yeah, I, I, have, I have a couple. Um, when do you start when do you anticipate starting the build on this? One more time for me. When do you anticipate starting for the permitting, all that everything is in place, so you're looking at a start date of there is no start date at this time. We're trying to get the the, um, the land use handled first. Um, they're in pre-design. Uh, they just started pre-design like a, a week or two ago. Okay, so you've got you want us to go ahead and start doing waivers. And all of this stuff without any type of tentative plan or anything else. Well, and no, is, is that a yes or a no right now? The, yes, the answer is yes. It's okay. tied to the MSM. Because I have an issue with that. Okay. Okay. I, I have an issue with that. I, I think that if we're going to be waiving stuff, we need to know what you're doing. I'm glad to see that you removed the waiver. Personally, I cannot, I, I, I have a problem with. Waiver number one A. I could I could see keeping it rural standards on Duneville, 
but on Coley because you do have the elementary school and it's only going to be it's, it's half it's half because the southern side of Coley is not dedicated am I correct uh, that, Commissioner, the waiver is just for detached sidewalks because they're in the RMP1 overlay district. They don't have to waive the off-site, full off-site requirement. So it's for the... Just the detached sidewalks. So we can't even make them put a, an attached sidewalk is what you're telling me. That They're waiving the attached side to not do detached sidewalk. Otherwise, they would have to do an attached sidewalk. Yeah, you can make them do an attached sidewalk, but they don't have to do full off-sites because of their zone district. Because it's there. in the RNP. Right. Yeah, and that's what I needed to know because I thought the RNP standards... But I, I think a sidewalk is necessary. I also think that the waiver or the drain study is necessary, not so much the, the sidewalks on Duneville. And so, I don't know, I'm having a hard time supporting this, but uh, let's see how it goes. Very good, Commissioner Mojica. So I would have to agree. Um, I would like to request, I mean, we can move forward with this. Um, first of all, you um, remove the drainage study, so that's great. Um, but I'd be willing to approve this if you provide the sidewalk on the north side of Coley. Will you take an alternative? Uh, what would that be? So in the past, you guys have approved the school district to put asphalt, a four-foot-wide asphalt uh, uh, sidewalk alternative. Would you allow that in this instance? It's up to you guys. Um, that would have to be a waiver for a non-standard improvement in the right-of-way because it's typically we want concrete sidewalks. Um, asphalt sidewalks are just for safe path for schools on basically public land like BLM parcels, we wouldn't do the full offsite improvements. It would be asphalt, some temporary until full development comes in there or the road was built to uh, safety, public safety standards. So the asphalt sidewalk would be a non-standard improvement in the right of way, which you would need a waiver for. Otherwise, you would have to build a concrete sidewalk. I have a uh, question. Commissioner Stone, I believe your mic is on and then we'll go to... Uh, yeah, I just, I would volunteer if we want a sidewalk, Ask for a concrete sidewalk. Uh, asphalt sidewalks are not uh, robust in lifespan. Um, the county's not set up to maintain asphalt sidewalks like they maintain our roads with seals and whatnot. So um, all that an asphalt sidewalk's gonna do is it's gonna warp in the sun, crack, and become marginally ADA non-usable, if that's a word. Um, so I would say sidewalk is important. I would support a concrete sidewalk on the on Colty North side. Thank you, Commissioner Stone. Uh, Commissioner Kirk, did you have a question? Okay, Commissioner Hika, back to you. The floor is yours. I would have to agree with the concrete sidewalk. And so then does that also include curb and gutter or is that excluding curb and gutter? What's the standard? The standard is curb, gutter, and sidewalk. Those are off-site improvements. Whatever the standard is. Which is curb and gutter, you said, right? Okay. And then we would terminate that at the point of curvature? That is correct. 
Hang on, hang on. Let me ask, did the applicant just ask to terminate the sidewalk at the point of tangency, point of curvature, into the spandrel area of the intersection? Is that what he just asked for? Okay. You know, this is maybe my view only, but I think we have really smart public works officials that know where to begin and end uh, offset improvements. If the drainage study requires a valley gutter with a spandrel and a ADA ramp, that should be installed. It should be the improvements along the north side of Colty, and that's it. I think this applicant is trying to split hairs and try to get a little bit for him or his client, and I think that we're up here to represent the public in Clark County, and I don't buy what the applicant is laying down here. So I will only support full offsites on the north side of Colty, includes spandrel uh, areas for half street construction if Public Works decides they want that. I just want to get that in. I'm back. Thank you, Commissioner Stone. Do I have to repeat all that or did you guys get that? <laughs> <laughs> did you get all that? <clears throat> So it, uh, allow me to summarize if I could. Um, so waiver number two is going to be withdrawn. That's the drainage study waiver. Uh, waivers uh, one, 1A and 1B essentially are being approved. You're not asking for the landscaping and you're not asking for the detached sidewalk, but the condition is going to be that they do uh, curb gutter and sidewalk uh, in the location as if it were an attached sidewalk. Yeah, on Coley. On Coley, right, and uh, it, through the spandrel or where, wherever Public Works determines that sidewalk needs to end. Correct. That is my motion. Very good. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. Motion is approved unanimously. Thank you and Happy New Year. Those items will be final action unless appealed. Next items are 19, 20, and 21. Number 19 is VS 23-0749. Vacate and abandon a portion of right-of-way being Rainbow Boulevard located between Raven Avenue and Blue Diamond Road with an enterprise. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval. Enterprise Town Board recommends approval and we receive two cards in support. Item number 20 is WS-23-0750, waiver of development standards to allow an attached sidewalk along Raven Avenue where detached sidewalks are required in conjunction with a one-lot commercial subdivision on 3.8 acres in a C2 zone, generally located on the southwest corner of Rainbow Boulevard and Raven Avenue with an enterprise. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends denial. Enterprise Town Board also recommends denial. We received two cards in support. And item 21 is TM-23-500159, tentative map consisting of a one-lot commercial subdivision on 3.8 acres in a C2 zone, generally located on the southwest corner of Rainbow Boulevard and Raven Avenue with an enterprise. Background is described in your agenda. Staff recommends approval. Town board recommends approval. Good evening. Please give us your name and address for the record. Kayla Casella, 2727 South Rainbow Boulevard. Um, I 
Uh, the first application I'm representing on behalf of the owner Silverstone Properly Properties is VS230749 for a vacation of five feet of right away along Rainbow Boulevard in order to develop detached sidewalks along the property frontage. frontage. This is in conjunction with frontage improvements being performed by Clark County. The next application is WS230750 for a waiver of development standards. We are requesting a waiver to allow detached sidewalk where detached sidewalks are required. Our justification for the attached sidewalk is the improvements on the north side of Raven Avenue, which is adjacent to a residential subdivision, currently have a five foot attached sidewalk. And the parcel to the west of our site, which the APN is 176-22501014, have an approved civil improvement plan permit for a fire station which proposes an attached sidewalk. So this request is compatible with surrounding developments. Additionally, the developer will provide landscape at the back of sidewalk. Also, the distance from BCR to BCR is only 140 feet, and after meandering the sidewalk to be detached, it would be an even shorter length at approximately 123 feet. So leaving the sidewalk attached throughout would provide pedestrians with a more consistent walking path especially for those who are visually impaired. Uh, this waiver does not have the intention to try and save on any cost in development as there will be landscape provided at the back of sidewalk. We feel the attached sidewalk is more compatible with the surrounding developments, which would be more consistent for all pedestrians. And the third application is TM23500159 for a tentative map. This tentative map is for a one-lot commercial subdivision located at the southwest corner of South of Rainbow Boulevard and Raven Avenue. There is a special improvement district beginning March 2024 that is to be completed in June 2025. That will be the entire Rainbow Boulevard roadway improvements. And the developer wants to get the tentative map and off-site civil improvements in place prior to their frontage being constructed. Nothing on-site is proposed at this time. Any future on-site development will have a design review at that future time. At this time, we are only asking for one lot tentative map for a commercial subdivision. Thank you. I complete your presentation? Yes. Thank you very much. We will open the public hearing. Anybody that would like to address the board regarding this, uh, this item, please come on down, give us your name and address for the record, and feel free to begin your comments. Hi, Kimberly Pindell here on behalf of Tractor Supply at 9060 South Rainbow, which is adjacent across the street from this. Um, our biggest concern is what will be happening with the drainage that is um, rather poorly done at this point. So if we are in doing sidewalks, is there any drainage and it, will that be changed or where the flow is at? Currently right now where the drainage is at, it floods every time. I don't know if you're familiar with Rainbow and Blue Diamond Interchange. It's made the news quite a few times. Um, all that water comes across the street from this lot and into our parking lot and floods us out. So our biggest concern is, is what's gonna be happening with the drainage. Very good, thank you for your comments. Um, anybody else like to uh, address the board for this item? Please just give us your name and address for the record, and then feel free to give us your comments. Yeah, Ernie Becker, 
Jr., uh, 60, 35, North Rancho Drive, Suite 134, 89130. On the um, uh, detached sidewalk, we're going to have a commercial development there, and it's going to cause nothing but problems for us with broken sprinkler heads in, uh, in our landscaped area, people getting out, slipping in the dirt, and getting their f feet dirty. And Martin Egbert, that owns the property to the west of us, has a um, attached sidewalk along his property on his apartment plans. He plans to build, and we'd be a little island from Rainbow West, 200 and some feet, with detached sidewalk, which would be better if it was all attached, like on the north side of Raven, like KB Holmes has done. I'd be happy to answer any questions. Thank you very much for your comments, Mr. Becker. We appreciate your time coming down here. Um, Thank you. Anyone else in the audience like to address this item? Seeing no one, we will close the public hearing and ask the applicant to come back up here and see if you can address some of those comments and then some from the potentially the board. In regard to the drainage concerns for the tractor supply, I believe this parcel that's north of the tentative map, um, I believe that parcel is the one that has concern in regards to the flooding that goes across the street? We've, we've actually closed the public hearing. Please address oh. your comments to the board and we'll try My to apologies. move this forward. No problem. Um, so from my understanding of the drainage situation, um, I believe there are one or two drainage studies in the works um, that are working to help with that flooding issue at uh, the Rainbow and Blue Diamond intersection. Um, and I believe that does not impact the site since the site is to the south of the gas station that's kind of like the area of concern for the flooding if i'm like mapping it out properly so um our tentative map will once it like once the tentative map gets approved um and the future development comes into play that i believe there will there's intention to have a drainage study with full civil improvement plans for the on-site work. Um, but as stated, the approval for this application is in order to get the off-sites in and like the utility subs and all those things prior to the Clark County Public Works project getting in. Very good. And Public Works, would you mind just chiming in on this in terms of drainage study for this project or potential issues? So we do have um, a condition for a drainage study for this project. We also have a public works project for Rainbow that will also be addressing some of the drainage concerns in the area. Um, so that will help address it with that Rainbow project. And do we know timing on the public works project? Uh, the public works project is still in design phase because they, uh, we are coordinating with both 
the applicant and uh, the approved drainage study to the northeast uh, of Blue Diamond and Rainbow. That drainage study is approved. So we are coordinating with both applicants to get um, them in prior to our project going into full construction. That prior, then it would be a no cut street. So we don't want anybody coming back in. And this is a regional facility as well. So these improvements are pretty time consuming as far as the design is concerned. Very good. And is funding in place for this or just a guesstimate on? No, funding is in place for So a guesstimate on timing. Uh, Six it is months, on the project 12, list. We're at the 80% um, plan set. Very so good. Just fine. It's fine tuning. Just the coordination between both this project that's before you today and the approval from the gas station on the northeast corner of um, Blue Diamond and Rainbow. Very good. And to the applicant, do you have any further comments you'd like to address? Or if not, we'll go ahead and turn it over to the board for questions. I think we're ready for the board. Very good. Seeing anyone, I believe Commissioner Mojica, this is your district, so I see Commissioner Fraser. Let's go to him and then we'll go to Vice Chair Kolarski after. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. I was just gonna just offer to the, uh, the neighbor, sounds like there's um, some relief on the way um, and um, I, I, I can support the application as presented. Very good, thank you, Commissioner Fraser. Vice Chair Kolarski. And I just have one question. Looking at our background. You're, you're, you don't have plans for this, am I correct? Correct. Okay, so I guess at the gas station that was approved 10 years ago is, is expired? The gas station's to the south. I don't know, it says after prior land use request and it says a vehicle wash remodel convenience store and gas pumps. Right, that's, that's to the south of this. That's, that's part of the applicant's, uh, part of the owner's property. That's the existing gas station that's just to the south of this. And that's where and that's where she said, the applicant said that was where the drainage issues were at. No. So that, that's what she said. So to the south of this is the applicant's property. Uh, tractor supply is on the opposite side of the street. Of, so, of the gas station. Correct. So north is to the left of your screen. Tractor supply is east of that, east of Rainbow. So it's actually on the top of your screen. I understand that, but at which end? Because I, I see Raven. So it's directly this, her? The her, tractor supply is across Rainbow. Okay, and it's east. directly across this piece, this property, this? Correct. This parcel? Correct. It's not to the southeast, Cor not no. to the northwest, or northeast? Right. Okay. It's, it's directly east. Okay. Okay, and Mr. Becker said he wanted attached sidewalks and and she was concerned about the drainage and all that other stuff. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I have a question. Very good, Commissioner Kirk. Uh, my understanding is that the current county project is gonna take care of the drainage issue that's, that the tractor company across the street's facing, is that right? The our project is, um, excuse me, uh, coordinating with the approval, the approved drainage study for the gas station in the northeast corner of Blue Diamond and Rainbow. So. They're going to do an interim solution to address the drainage, as well as the applicants at the west end is before you today. And we will come in and finalize those, uh, the regional facility, because there's still another drainage study to the west of okay. this project that has to pick up some of those flows. So, do you, I guess my question is, I'll make it simple. Do but it will address it will address the issue. Yeah. Do you anticipate issue. it'll solve their yes, problem? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is that is that's the, all I, that's the plan. Thank you. 
Very good. Any other comments? If not, we will turn it over to Commissioner Mujica. I believe it's your district. I want to uh, talk to public works and, and uh, planning and any, what, what is the most that we have in that area that would be the most uniform, attached or detached? So on the north side of Raven, we have attached that predate, predated the code requirement for detached. Uh, just to the west is a county project on BLM land. Um, county projects on BLM land almost always do attached sidewalks, which is what they're doing. Um, west of that is a mixed-use development that is doing detached sidewalks on the same side of Raven. So it's, it's a mixture. Do you guys have an opinion? Detached sidewalks are safer for pedestrians, um, so we would recommend sticking with the current code of detached sidewalk. I would have to agree with detached okay. sidewalks. Um, so do I make two separate motions? Or? May I ask a question? Um, I just want to confirm, um, I believe I read this in some of the uh, agenda notes, that we will be able to do a license maintenance agreement to have the five feet of landscape in the right-of-way, so then that way we can keep the current uh, tentative map boundary, correct? Staff, you guys like to chime in on that? Um, that is a non-standard improvement in the right-of-way, so they would need a, wa a waiver for non-standard improvements in the right-of-way. Did you understand that? Is that clear? Um, just to confirm, we'd have to apply for another waiver to have the landscape in the right of way. That is correct. Okay. Otherwise, our other option would be to do a new tentative map that shows like a five-foot vacation and process another vacation. So, so my, my recommendation would be if this is if the route we're going is uh, that they hold these applications and um, they can amend the current vacation to add Raven to the vacation, and they can amend the tentative map. Uh, suggestion would be that we do a two-month hold in order for that to happen. Uh, that will definitely save them a lot of time versus having to come back in and start over. So my suggestion would be for you to meet with um, staff and get this figured out in a two-month uh, hold. Okay. You want to go ahead and make that an official motion? Uh, 19, 20, and 21. Um, motion to hold, did you say two months? Yeah, two months. So that would be March 5th. March 5th. So motion to hold items 19, 20, and 21, that would be VS230749, WS230750, and TM2350159 for two months to get all this um, strained out. Very good. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. And that passes unanimously. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Happy so those, New Year. 
those items will be held to March 5th. Um, for the applicant's information, we recommend that they contact us tomorrow to get the process started, and they will be responsible for renotification fees and any other additional fees. Um, and with that, the remaining portion of the agenda has been held. Takes us to the final public comment. Very good. And this will be. Sorry, I know you guys just finished that. I just have one other question. Yeah, go ahead and come forward so we can hear you. Um, the property name just name an address if you can for us. Sure, again. Kimberly Pindell again for Tractor Supply 9060 South Rainbow. Um, I believe there's some conflict because I believe the gas station he's talking about is going next to us, and the property that the water that she's on. There's currently a gas station already on the corner of Blue Diamond and Rainbow, and the water right now flows, just so you all know, straight down into that parking lot of the gas station where the city has moved it around into the property that they're trying to talk about right now, and then comes across the street, just so that there's a clarification. Because there, that parking lot right now where that gas station currently is gets flooded every time, too, and comes into us. Thank you for your comments. I'm looking at Public Works, and it sounds like they have an understanding of that. Okay. So thank, thank you for you. the clarification. And our last item would be public comment. If there's anybody that would like to come down for a second com public comment period and address the board, please feel free to do so. Seeing no one, we will close the public hearing and finish the uh, planning commission meeting. Thank you and happy new year.